there, it's me, your money. And welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Children are great, they say. They are wonderful. You know, even when they wake up screaming and you have to jolt out of bed to get them. They make you crazy, but there is something about those like little giggles that I love use. My daughter currently right now has me wearing a BFF heart necklace, you know, where like I have one side, she's got the other side. So I've said it before and I will continue to say it again. These tiny humans, like they're worth it, but man, they are expensive. Raising them is expensive. We have chatted about this multiple times before, but nobody thinks, you know, before they have a kid, like, oh, is this the best financial time to have a kid? Can I afford to have a baby? They don't let that dictate their decisions, nor should they. But these kids, they do come with a cost. We make and save money to live. Like we shouldn't be living to deprive ourselves of these joys and only focusing on saving money. Now I'm keeping on trend of kids this week, like last week, because it's like the third week of July right now. And my mom group chats are like blowing up with already talking about back to school shopping. And I like, I feel a little bit of anxiety. Like we just finished school. What do you mean? Like back to school shopping? Like I can't, I can't, I just can't wrap my head around it. But these kids are constantly costing money. And how do we add these babies these kids into our budgets and how do we adjust right now my cost for back to school consists of like school uniforms and backpacks but these last six years have like flown by in just another I don't know like 10 to 15 years like my back to school shopping may include like moving out supplies tuition costs books oh dear the cost like the cost of books times two like Maybe by then it'll just be like all digital books. Maybe it'll just be like a micro trip that like goes into their head because like I would always have like a stress attack when I'd go buy my books. Granted, I was in an English program and I had to buy a lot of books. I do sometimes joke like only one of them is allowed to go to school and I've been thinking about their post-secondary schooling as twins since they were born, but maybe I'll just, you know, keep that as a pipe dream. Like only one, only one will get to go to school No. No, that's my luck. They're going to be like, I want to be a doctor. Both of us. I don't know. Anyways, whether you're like me with little kids or no kids or big kids, let's talk about what you should know about saving for your kids' education. And ironically, as I'm listening to a 90s pop Spotify playlist, I know you're shocked. You're shocked at my choice. As I write out my thoughts for this podcast, like what song happened to come up as I typed out saving for my kids' education. But I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. Coincidental, no? A little bit, right? But, you know, it's okay. Alana says, but what it all comes down to is that everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. And it will. Like, I mean, you may not have one hand in your pocket, but maybe you will. But kids may break you. 
especially in those early years, you know, formula, diapers, daycare, clothes, they grow out of everything in a minute. But, you know, you're a reduced income on mat leave or paternity leaves. Like it seems endless. You're probably thinking like, why are you telling me to think of their education when, you know, my paycheck is going towards daycare? Well, they can't even hold their head up. I know you're thinking like, why are we talking about education? But a little prep work now can actually go a long way. These kids are not always planned. Like, believe me, I have a surprise third one. But if you can plan for your future self as mom and dad and parent and whoever, then your future self will come back and they'll be like, thank you. Like, I'm so glad I did that. So let's like circle, full circle back to education costs. It's not a secret that a higher education is expensive. It just doesn't stop now with an undergrad. Like there, you have to have the grad school and there's special certification courses. And like, there's many different avenues you can take around university or college or an apprentice program. Like my brother was dabbling in photography for a little bit and like that comes with a cost. So just don't think of it as, you know, like just university or college as post-secondary school. There's lots of different avenues and that does still cost a lot of money. And I would say around half of Canadians, students, half of Canadian students graduate with debt. Now our Gen Xer generation, you know, the ones above the millennials, they've done a better job of saving for their kids' education than maybe some boomers did. But maybe like our millennial generation, can we do the same? Can we make sure that we are saving for our kids or are we just too strapped with like living? I've been here. I've carried that financial load of student debts and into the beginning years of like your job market, buying a home, it's, it is no fun. And I lived off campus. It comes with a cost because it's not just like tuition and books, like you're paying for housing and you're paying for food and you're paying for gas going back and forth or a car that you may need. So there's lots of different costs that go into post-secondary education. So how can I help? You might be thinking like, how, what can I do now? to not feel this and have my kids start on a better path and help minimize this burden for them. Well, today we're going to talk about RESPs. Have you heard of them? Well, first off, yeah, it's another banking acronym. I know you're, you're completely shocked. Another acronym that we're like, what, what is this? Well, it stands for registered education savings plans. It is a great tool available to Canadian families to save for their kids' education. Now, similar to the other banking acronyms, RRSP, TFSAs, RESPs are registered accounts that allow your investments to grow tax-free. But unlike RSPs and TFSAs, RESPs come with extra bonus money. Yes. Yes, you heard that right. It comes with money from the government. For every dollar you put into an RESP, the government puts in an extra 20% up to $500 per year per child through what is called, you guessed it, another acronym, CESG, also known as Canada Education Savings Grant. Now, depending on your family income, the government may actually contribute 10 to 20% of the first 500 contributed every year called the additional Canada Education Savings Grant. However, there is a maximum amount of the CESG, Canada Education Savings Grant, a child can receive, and it's $7,200, and that includes any additional amounts. Now, there is more money to be had 
there is $2,000 available per child in government money available for lower income families through the Canada Learning Bond. There is no need to make a contribution to receive a Canada Learning Bond. If your child is eligible, this is the money the government will provide just for opening an RESP. So when we used to open these, or when I used to open these back in the day when I worked in a bridge, I would always, you know, tick off both options to see what was eligible for that family, because why not? So we're going to do some mental math. So to get the full 500 a year in CESG, Canada Education Savings Grant, you will need to contribute $2,500 per child. Okay, so when you break that down, that $208 per month, break it down even further per biweekly pay that's $96.15. Now, in my case, let's just like round up that $96 and that's like $300 per pay for my kids education. That seems a bit high, right? Like that seems I mean, you know, that's like a car payment, but maybe not even a car payment anymore, but I don't know. But the great thing about an RESP is that anyone can contribute. So, you know, instead of gifts and like an abundance of more Toys that like grandparents or uncles and aunts, etc. Maybe they can just contribute right into the RESP plan for you. So things to think about. You know the government incentives that you get for you know having a kids. Maybe you filter that into a Canada registered education savings plan. Now, don't stress. What do you do if you're late to the game? Your kids are a little bit older, but now you still want to contribute, or maybe you can't max out your contributions for the given year, you know, like given all the costs that come with kids and like you can only put like a thousand dollars per year. Cause when I think of three hundred dollars per pay for an RESP, it just is a bit tight. You know, like there's other things that happen in my life and I just can't commit to three hundred dollars per pay for that right now with three kids under six. But I'm here with good news. Catching up is easy and the unused grant room just accumulates and carries forward until the age of 17. So don't, don't worry. Don't, you don't lose it. It doesn't go anywhere. You don't like not get it because you start at 11. And until then, you can make up for missed contributions one year at a time. So example, you can deposit up to 5000 a year and receive up to $1,000 in government grants. A thought to keep in mind, though, is the annual maximum of CESG is a thousand, meaning you won't earn grant money for any catch up contributions in excess of five thousand. So just like spread it out over the years. So, you know, as you move through transitions of different age brackets, you know, maybe you're out of diapers, maybe you start taking that money you were putting towards diapers per month and you start filtering that into the RESD. You've already been spending it. You're used to spending it. And now just put it to something a little bit more functional. RESPs, you know, they're a pretty sweet deal. And yes, it would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, I just I couldn't help myself thinking it would be better if we had, you know, free post-secondary education. Yes. Yes, it would. But as my grade 11 economics teacher would say, there is no such thing as a free lunch. That has stuck with me. He was a great teacher. He wore a bow tie to class every day. It was great. I feel like I want to reach out to him and do a podcast with him. I think it would be great. Who knows if he's still teaching? Anyways, in the imperfect world we live in, RESPs are a good idea and a great way to set up your future self and the future of your kids for success. Ironically, my husband and I, before we even had kids, because we both, I wouldn't say struggled with debt, student debt, but like had to pay back student debt. 
uh, we always said like, nope, we're going to do the RESPs for our kid and we're going to pay, but like, we're not going to tell them because we want them to learn the struggle of savings and paying for their education. But then we can just be like, surprise, here's money for your education. But here's also all the money that you saved. You know, it's all about teaching them the lessons. Sometimes you learn through actions versus like, hey, we have this for you. And you don't really understand the concept of why you need to save for your education or for moving out or for all the all the fun things that come with being an adult. So let's break down some key facts you need to know about RESPs before we wrap this up. Because like, let's be real. We don't want this to be super boring. But one. Your RESPs, your savings grow tax-free. There is no tax on the investment earnings as long as they stay in the plan. Two, if you save for a child age 17 and under, the federal government also puts money into the RSPs, right? The grants, the bonds. In some provinces, the provincial government may also contribute too. Three, you can usually put money in whenever you want, up to the lifetime maximum of 50000 per child, but some plans require set monthly or annual contributions. Contributions are not tax deductible, but withdrawals called educational assistance payments are included in the student's income. There is a wide range. This is number five. There is a wide range of investment options available for RESPs. So like you can you can put it into a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, a GIC. Some plans let you decide how to invest your savings. Others invest your money for you. So we encourage you to go and seek out this information. Your child can take out the RESP when they enroll in university or college or another qualifying education program or specified education program. And last, an RESP can stay open for up to 36 years. Under specified plan rules, the plan can stay open for up to 40 years for beneficiaries eligible for the disability tax credit. There is so much more information about the ins and outs of RESPs. And like I always say, like seek out your banking BFF, go in, have the conversations. Like maybe like you are just pregnant. Maybe your child is four months old. It is never too early. And it's also never too late to go in and have these conversations and set up an RESP, learn how they work, have it work best for you and your budget, because by doing so helps you have an understanding of your financial picture, helps to empower you to make better financial decisions, sets you up for success in the future and have a positive relationship with money. Ultimately, we want you to recognize your worth and help you enjoy life to its fullest and have the experiences you've always wanted to do. We are here for you always. We encourage you to get in touch at any time, whether it's with a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer your burning financial questions. I know you have them. Please send them through our Instagram. Like we want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to listen to because at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Again, we hope you have found some value through these podcasts. We are on all the social channels snap a photo of the pod, tag us and share us on your channels, you know, share it out. That's the only way we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can also always, always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you. Hey.